Welcome back everyone to Compounding with HK3. Today we have a really fun episode. I'm going to be talking about my investing journey and how and why I got started investing. We're also going to talk about why it is important for young people to start investing right now. We're also going to talk about my four favorite ETFs and let's get into it. So as I mentioned in my pilot episode, in about three and a half to four weeks, I'm moving out to West Texas, all the way up there in Lubbock, Texas, and I'm going to get my master's degree in personal financial planning. And I applied to Texas Tech back in oh, January of this year, and they asked, uh, they asked me to write a personal statement uh, to get accepted into the school. So I just want to start out by reading a little paragraph that I wrote in my personal statement. It wasn't until my third year of undergrad that I truly found out what I wanted to do in life. My two passions are helping people and personal finance. I know it must sound unexpected to think that a 21-year-old college kid lives, breathes, and has a true passion for personal finance. However, at the young age of 12, my father showed me how the power of compound interest, interest and how saving and investing while you're young will pay off years down the line. Since then, I have shared with friends and family how important it is to start planning for their financial future. So that's pretty much why I'm doing this podcast. I really just want to spread the word and just get everyone to start investing. I mean, even if it's a, a, just a dollar, just just invest it. So as I said in my personal statement that my dad taught me the power of compound interest when I was 12 years old, I didn't really know what it meant. It wasn't until, oh, let me think, late 2019. Yeah, it was late 2019 when I first started investing. But The very first stock I bought, I'll never forget was uh, Apple, of course. I mean, that's a lot of people's very first stock. But yeah, Apple. I still I still have those Apple shares, and they're they're doing well for me. But I started. I opened my Robinhood account back in 2019. It was December of 2019, and I put in. Oh, I think I put in a thousand dollars. I bought uh, Apple, some Microsoft, Google, pretty much all the big, the big, the big tech fang stocks, like I talked about in my last episode. And I I think I bought some Tesla. I bought some Tesla as well. Uh, still holding all those, doing good. But yeah, so I didn't start till seven years later when my dad taught me about compound interest. And during this time in late 2019, I really got interested in finance and money, investing, the stock market, just just how to how to grow your wealth pretty much. So what I did was basically I just went on to YouTube, I typed in investing, and a few YouTubers popped up, uh, names like Graham Stephan, uh, and this one guy, Financial Education Jeremy, with a financial edu- financial education on YouTube. I'm a really big fan of him. I watch all of his videos. But those two guys really, they really taught me how to invest. I, I mean, my my dad didn't really teach me physically how to do it. He just he just told me to do it. Uh, but yeah, so I went out on my own. I figured it out, and I was uh, I was ready to go. So January, I think January third in 2020 was a Monday. Well, it was the very first Monday of the year. I went ahead and opened up my my uh, Roth IRA. So I opened my Roth IRA. I put in, oh, I think I put in three grand. Yeah, I had I had some savings for my whole life because I, I mean I've been a big saver forever. So I put three grand into the market. I put it all into uh, index funds, just all ETFs, all three grand. So the money was doing good in the in the Roth IRA. It was from uh, January first to I think mid February. I think I made three percent on that three on that three grand. So I was I was I was doing all right. And then, of course, in mid to late February, of course, we have COVID. We get the COVID crash. All of my index funds are down 30%. I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. Uh, do I sell? Do I buy more? Do I withdraw my money from my Roth IRA and create another tax, 
create a taxable event, I had no idea what to do. So I just I just held and I just, I just kept holding. So seeing all of my money lose its value by me doing nothing and just the stock market going down 30% and what was it like a six to six or seven or eight week span really that fast. It really got me motivated because I knew in the back of my mind from watching those YouTubers and my dad how saying you should just buy the dip, buy the dip long term. I had that long term horizon already pretty much embedded into my mind. So I wasn't panicking. What I actually did during the pandemic, I think uh, at this time I was working at the golf course, my local golf course. I was uh, working inside just making, oh, I think nine bucks an hour. I mean, it was it was fun because I got to play free golf. I love golf, as you all know. So what I did in April of 2020, during the, the peak of the pandemic, the lockdown, no one was doing anything, everyone was staying home, I was like, all right, I want to I wanna make more money so I can invest. So what I did was I went on YouTube again. I, I just, I'm big on YouTube, searching things, and always trying to learn, pretty much. So I went on YouTube, uh, searched up side hustles, and I came upon pressure washing. So I figured out what to do, how to price pressure washing jobs, what equipment to get, how much to charge, things like that. And I went out uh, from, I think I did it for about three months from April, May to June. I think, yeah, I went out and I pressure washed, oh, maybe maybe three or four days a week. And I think I saved up around three and a half grand in those three months. And me back then, uh, working nine bucks an hour, six hour shifts uh, at the golf course, that was that was I was making like what 50 60 bucks a day it was nothing when I was pressure washing I made on average I'd say 38 to 40 bucks an hour and it was hot in the summer so you can you can really charge more because uh, people are lazy people people will pay for services so that's a another life hack if y'all want to go do some side hustles uh, definitely recommend pressure washing especially if you're young so yeah so I saved up all that money and I stopped in uh, June or June or July I think uh, because that following August of 2020 is when I had to pack up all my stuff from Mariana, where I'm from, and I had to uh, move to Tallahassee to go to Florida State. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I did to start investing. That's how I made extra money investing with the pressure washing, and uh, I've been doing it ever since. So now let's fast forward to August 2020. The stock market is tearing. We've already made new all-time highs. We're pretty much making new all-time all-time highs every other day. It felt like so. I just moved to Florida State, didn't have any friends, uh, didn't have a job, so I didn't have any money coming in, and I just I still held all my stocks, of course. So I was, I guess I was kind of making money in the stock market, but it was unrealized gains because I'm not selling for the next 35, 40 years for when I retire because of that long-term mindset and long-term horizon. So, so what I did was uh, the first year of college, 20, fall 2020 and spring of 2021, I was taking all online classes because at Florida State, everything was still shut down. It was all on uh, on Zoom, so we were taking all online classes. So I had I had so much free time. I uh, went again went ahead on YouTube. I looked up side hustles again because I don't want to pressure wash again because I don't I don't bring any of the equipment. And I lived in a small little little apartment in Tallahassee, so I had, I had nowhere to put the equipment. So I ended up door dashing. I got the the DoorDash app. I went out and do- and dashed for I did that for a few months. I think I made maybe like 800 bucks it was it was it was getting pretty i mean you get tired of it quick when you when people don't tip in Tallahassee, so it's really annoying and it's not really worth it so i did doordash and then uh the next year in fall of 2021 let's let's fast forward eight or nine months now we're in uh, august of 2021 
Uh, I turned 21 years old. That was my birthday, August 15th. It's actually coming up. Uh, yeah, so I turned 21, and that's when you're allowed to. That's when you're allowed to sign up for Uber. You can be an Uber driver and pick people up and take them around and drop them off. You know what Uber is. So I became an Uber driver. I had a lot of fun doing that. Made decent money during uh, the fall when on the weekends when the, uh, there's a football game going on and uh, everyone's going out and just busy on Fridays and Saturdays usually. So I did Uber for oh, probably pretty much the whole fall from August to December. I did Uber. I think I saved up another 12, 12 or 1300 bucks. Threw all that money in the market. I just had to pay for my gas. But uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a real hustler at heart, and that's pretty much what I've been doing to to pump money into the market. So I guess you can say I uh, contributed to the the money printing or the money pumping pumping in the market for uh, 2021. So that was a little background of my investing journey. So let's talk about what we're here today to listen to about compound interest and investing, like like we've been talking about. So I found this article on Investopedia today when I was sitting at my desk in my internship. And I in the article the name of the article is Young Investors, what are you waiting for? And I'm and for real, what are y'all waiting for? Come on. Young investors. So it talks about why you should why you should start investing while you're young. And it it pretty much goes through different types of accounts you can invest in a you have your Roth IRA, your 401k, that's if you have a like an actual career job, a traditional Roth or traditional IRA. And yeah, pretty much things like that. Uh talking about why you should uh talking about what are you waiting for? So what are you waiting for? So I went ahead and ran the numbers. Let's just hypothetical. Let's say you're 18 years old, you just graduated high school. So when you're 18 years old and you just graduated high school, you have you pretty much you're gonna have two options. You're either gonna go to college, get a four year degree, and then find a job, or you're gonna just go straight into the workforce, find a trade, maybe get an associate's degree. You're gonna go that way. So I ran the numbers starting at 18 years old. All right, I'm gonna read this slow so y'all understand. 18 years old, saying you're gonna retire at 65. Do the math. That is 47 years. That's 47 years of compounding right there. So you're 18 years old, you and you invest just a hundred bucks a month. Okay, a hundred bucks a month. A hundred bucks right now is like fifty dollars ten years ago because inflation has just yeah. Okay, hundred bucks a month for the next 47 years at a 10% return on investment per year. That will leave you with a whopping 1.15 million dollars. Potentially tax-free if you have it in your Roth, so you're you're basically a millionaire by investing a hundred bucks a month. You can invest a hundred bucks a month. I tell all my friends start investing, start investing. Some of them have listened to me. I've I've I think I've pumped. Well, don't take this as financial advice or don't tell anyone. But uh, I think I've put in the market between all my friends maybe around eighteen thousand in the past two years. I just by convincing and showing them the way. So yeah, so uh. Yeah, hundred bucks a month. That is how much you'll have. You'll be you'll be a millionaire when you retire, and that's just doing hundred bucks a month when you're starting at eighteen. Let's say you're twenty six, twenty seven year old, twenty seven years old. You're well into your career. Imagine pumping those numbers up to five hundred a month, even a thousand bucks a month. I run the numbers real quick. So I just ran the numbers. Let's say you go the college route. You get your four year degree. You graduate by the time you're twenty two, twenty three years old, and you're you're well off into your career about a year or two into your into your career. 
So let's say you start from nothing, you have no savings. At the age of 25, and remember we're retiring at age 65 according based on what I'm going by. That's 40 years to invest. If you invest $500 per month for the next 40 years at a 10% return, and you can even put put all this in a Roth IRA. So that means all like this number I'm about to say, this entire number is tax-free 100%. Do whatever you want with it. 500 a month for 40 years by age 65 at 10%, a little under $3 million tax-free coming in at $2.92 million, million, million all tax-free. That's just by starting when you're 25. All right, so let's say, now let's say you wait 10 years from 20, say you wait 10 years, you're now 35 years old, you haven't found this podcast, so you're, you're really behind, you're really doing something for yourself. So you're 35 years old, you have no idea about investing, and you and you, you want to be a millionaire one day. You want to reti- be, be able to retire, say, at least at 65. So, so let me run those numbers real quick, and I'll check back in. Okay, so I ran the numbers. And so before it was 25 years old, 500 a month for 40 years at 10%. That's where you can get your 2.9 mil. So now, let's say you start at age 35, doing the exact same thing as the 25-year-old. So that's a 10-year difference, but you're doing the exact same thing. 500 a month for just 30 years from age 35 to 65 would be 30 years at 10%. So in 10 years wasted, you have technically missed out on over a million dollars worth of tax-free gains. By investing at age 35, 500 bucks a month for the next 30 years, your total is a little over a million dollars, 1 million, 1.08 million, that's almost 1.1 million, compared to 2.9 2.9 million that that's insane a 10-year difference come on like that's just crazy man I, I get fired up over this stuff 10 years difference that's why you have to talk about the article we talked about young investors what are you waiting for what are you waiting for get your money in the market get your money up invest invest for your future the old you the older you is going to thank you so much all right i had to take a quick break there i was getting i was getting fired up by myself over here looking at these numbers all right, let's say you're a crazy person. Well, not crazy, but you're a crazy person and you started investing 500 bucks a month when you turned 18. So to be able to do this, I would say most people, they skip the college route. They went straight to work. They're doing their trade school or they're, they're doing their trade without the college degree, which is fine. I, I mean, I support that. I love that. So let's say you're 18 years old, fresh out of high school, and you invest 500 bucks a month for the next 47 years until age 65. Getting a 10% return, you will have in tax-free gains over $5.7 million to retire on. $5.7 million compared to the 35-year-old who did the exact same thing as you, will only, but he'll, he, he will only have a little over a million. That's, that's about a 5.5x, almost a 6x in difference, and that's, a, that's over just 17 years of waiting. Gives... Set by waiting 17 years, he missed out on an extra four and a half million. Insane. Okay, so that was me showing you how important and why it is important to start investing while you're early. I know I have a lot of uh, friends listening to this, a lot of people under the age of 25. If y'all have any questions, message me on Instagram, send me a text, and I'll I'll get back with you. I, I love I love to help. I love this stuff. So let's talk about. Okay, you you want to invest 500 bucks a month or 100 bucks a month five bucks a month, any amount per month, any, any amount, any time you want to invest. What do you invest in? Okay. What is, we, we have to find out what your risk tolerance is. Do you want to be 
ultra risky, go all 100% stocks, you want to have a, you're pretty risk averse, you want to go into index funds, or you're extremely risk averse and you just want to buy bonds or just sit in cash. Uh, so these are, I have a few index funds pulled up, which in my opinion are pretty safe investments. You look at their track records over the or since since the inception dates of these index funds, but here are my top five index fund index funds to buy and hold for pretty much forever. This is not financial advice. I want to make that clear. This is just me talking about my opinion on these five index funds. Well, four index funds and a little little special thing at the end. All right, number one, we'll go with uh, the S and P 500 index fund, either SWPPX or VOO. One is a a mutual fund that has barely any fees, the, the SWPPX, and VOO also has very low fees as an ETF. These ETFs and these index funds, and in, okay, an index fund and an ETF is basically the same thing. So this is your basic S&P 500 index fund. It tracks the top 500 companies in America, and look at the all-time chart. On average, they returned about 7, 7.5, maybe 8% per year over the past 100 years or so. So that's number one. Number two is some exposure to the NASDAQ 100. I would go with the ETF QQQ. That's uh, that's actually my roommate's favorite ETF, QQQ. So these are, this is the NASDAQ. It's uh, mostly tech stocks, uh, technology stocks. You have your FANG, your FANG stocks, which I talked about in my last episode. But uh, instead of calling it FANG, I think we're missing a few stocks. I'm going to change the name to Fat Mang, Fat Mang. Uh, we have Facebook, Amazon, Tesla, Microsoft, Apple, Netflix, and Google. That's how you get the fat mang. But those are your uh, really high, really huge corporations that everyone has heard of, All every single one of those. Those are the high growth stocks that you can invest in, and that's mostly in the NASDAQ. And then the third ETF I, I like and I own, I own all of these. Uh, so it's VW, VTWO. It's some exposure to the Russell 2000. The Russell is another index. So the your four indexes, your four main indexes in the U.S. are the Dow 30. The, that's the Dow Jones. That's a, a compiled of 30 companies. The S&P 500. That's the 500 largest companies. The Nasdaq 100. Those are the top 100 U.S. T- uh, tech companies, technology companies, and the Russell 2000. Those are all small cap. Uh, small cap companies in there. Small cap, meaning they have a market cap of, I think, less than 15 billion. And then S&P 500, I think uh, each company has a market cap over 25 billion or 20 billion, something like that. So there's some exposure to small cap stocks. Very low fee, very low fee for the ETF and VTWO. My My fourth favorite index fund is SCHD. It is the Charles Schwab uh, High Dividend Growth ETF. has really low fees, pays, I think, a 3% dividend per year, plus the, the gains you get on the growth. So really solid ETF there. And then, so I would I have all four of those in my portfolio, along with some individual stocks. We'll get into that in another episode about individual stocks. But uh, yeah, so I have all four of those. Love them. Going to hold them forever. Gonna, I buy them every month, and I they're just my four favorite. And the fifth thing I would do is once you... Once you have your once you have your index funds, I would look into individual stocks or even possibly cryptocurrency. Crypto, 
uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. I wouldn't. That's the ones I really know about. I I'm not a crypto expert. I still have a lot to learn about the crypto industry and the crypto market. But uh, if you're gonna go with some crypto, I wouldn't go with any more than five percent, maybe five, four or five percent of your entire portfolio into crypto, because crypto is only, I think it's only twelve or thirteen years old. It came out in two thousand nine. Bitcoin, it's very new. It hasn't gone through uh, downward economic cycles like we're going through right now. And look at Bitcoin. It went from what sixty nine thousand down to eighteen thousand a few weeks ago. So this is a uh, Bitcoin's really f first recession. So we don't know how that's going to play out. But yeah, so those are my top four ETFs. And if you want to sprinkle a little bit of uh, your portfolio into crypto, because you can have massive gains, that 5% of your portfolio could easily turn into 12, 13%. That, that, that's really big gains. So uh, yeah, that's what, I would, that's what I would go with to invest for the long term. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of Compounding with HK3. We talked about my investing journey and how I got started investing. We talked about why it's important for young people to start investing while they're young, in their early years. And we also talked about the power of compound interest and showing you how investing at an early age really pays off down the road and into retirement. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate all the feedback. Y'all be giving me all the love and support. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace.